Oh, Kyle, are you a millennial? Officially, I, yes. Okay, because we're almost the same age. Yes. This airs today, on your birthday. On my, yeah. yeah, and so now we are the same age. That's right. But yes. you're technically thirty-five. Can you hear my stomach? <laughs> I'm starving. <laughs> yes, we. That's the problem with having a, a nice new podcast mic that picks up everything. Is I can hear your stomach rumbling. Yeah. Do we think you Santa or birthday cake? Christian Standard Bible? <laughs> yeah, give me some birthday cake and then cue the jingle. You know what time it is. Time for another train wreck. Welcome to Not Another Baptist Podcast, a weekly podcast podcast about what two pastors in New Mexico are learning in the trenches of church revitalization. I'm Matt Hensley, the pastor of Mayhill Baptist and managing editor of Lifeway Pastors. And I am Kyle Bierman, the pastor of First Baptist Church in Alamogordo and director of Replanter Development for the North American Mission Board. And together, we bring a combined 31 years of ministry to the table, although... As you've noticed by now, that does not mean that we talk good. Yeah. We don't talk good. We don't preach good. We don't lead well. Nothing. Dude, how on earth did we get a podcast? That's a good question. (laughs) But now we have a mic. Hey, that's right. I guess we we have to keep going. We got a fancy mic. Before we dive in, allow us to tell a, or take a moment here to tell you this podcast is sponsored by the Christian Standard Bible. So you could say we're the official podcast of the Word of God. We love the CSB because of its blend of readability and accuracy and encourage hey, you, you talked good. I did talk good. And encourage you to check it out at csbible.com after the show. Don't do it right now. You know, keep listening. This is important stuff that we're talking yes, about. We clearly deserve your undivided attention. Yeah. So for my 35th birthday, what I want to know is just one thing. Okay. Why did you get a medal? For running 3.1 miles because I finished how long you, you know the time is really um, not relevant what 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 is relevant is that John Dowling and I finished who the finished first who crossed I, that's a good question I don't remember I don't I don't remember who crossed first well so to let we would be there. proud of you yeah <laughs> how's Lego League <laughs> uh, Lego League for us is over we did not advance this year. Oh, you year. got a little prideful, yeah. did you? Yeah. No, I, we had two rookies on the team. We we were both rookie coaches. Even though we had, we had parented through Lego League last year, coaching was very differently. Do you and not it, it, just, like, buy a Lego set and then it's, like, a timed n- thing to put it together? Yeah. Oh, is that no, how it works? No, that's not What is Lego League? Um, so we actually have a uh, Lego. Is it like fantasy football? You draft what <laughs> colors you get to use? <laughs> that would be cool, but no. So... Um, we use Lego Mindstorms, which is uh, like robotics, and so we like had this, Minecraft. We have this. No, no wrong word. Um, you need a boy. That's what. You need. <laughs> oh, I don't. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we have this brain. It's called an EV3. It looks like a brick, and it's it's a brain. It's got. Um, um, Does it talk good? Uh, it, it does talk. Believe it. You can make it talk. In fact, at one point, our kids tried to have this thing where it finished a mission and it came back and it. Um, said thank you or something like that, and then people applauded. It was fun. Um, but no, it has like a, what it looked like Ethernet ports, and that runs to run uh, motors and arms and, and all kinds of stuff. Did I so, guess have Lego on them? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's all – so in the one that we're doing, it's all Legos. Um, and then um, there's uh, what's called the first tech challenge and first robotics competition as you get into like high school. That's um, – I mean, some of the robots in, in the FRC, the ultimate one, are – Three feet tall, and I mean huge, kind of like huge robots. Oh no! Oh, 
Oh, goodness. Well, and that, how are things in your house there, Matt? <laughs> They're doing great. I've been on the couch four weeks. No, uh, we're doing really well. Uh, girls are back in school. Uh, speaking of, there's some news in, in yeah. kind of your world. Yeah. You know, I'm in the secular, you know, public Humanistic school system, yeah. trying to be the salt in the yeah. light for... Yeah. Me, you know, meanwhile, uh, we're godless we're, pagans. We're While you our are discipling your children, you did not want to send them to Caesar. You know, we we took render to Caesar. What is Caesar's? We thought, well, our kids belong to Caesar. So oh, okay. just, that's that's how we took oh, it. We didn't take it. We're getting Texas. emails on this one. Yeah, we are. Uh, but but anyway, back to back to the thing. Yeah, it's in a big, your little world. It's been a big week in homeschool. There's yeah. Tell us yeah. what happened. Yeah. So um, there was a homeschooler who is now engaged to. Uh, Miss Universe, former Miss Universe. Wow. Yeah. You know, never mind that he's, uh, you know, won a national championship and, you know, was a professional athlete, professional football player, now professional baseball player. Um, you know, let's, let's just take all that out. Yeah. The, the thing that matters he's is a that he was homeschooled. Yeah. He, a, a homeschool kid is yeah. engaged to a former Miss Universe. Big, big, yeah. big deal in the world of homeschool. He's socialized. That's right. <laughs> But it's it's a big deal for I, I guess it's been a big week for uh, the the Christian females, especially the Christian single females, um, because there were two very the two main Christian, singles. Yeah, yeah that's right. They're you out. Got, you got One's Tim married, Tebow and yeah, and uh, and then um, Terminator's then daughter, Chris Pratt. Yeah. How, so how so awesome I feel like I feel like this is a. I mean, if I'm Thanos, I'm scared. Yeah. Right. Because Star Lord just married Terminator's daughter. Yeah. So I mean, is that they're, they're coming for you. I think that's a big crossover. I don't. That's a pretty big leap. I don't leap. care. Well, <laughs> your hair's thinning it's fun out to, pretty good. Yeah, too. it is. <laughs> yeah, but uh, what are we talking about today? Uh, well, today... <laughs> you know, I'll tell you what today we're, we're talking about. Today we're going to talk about, about failure. <laughs> yeah. Because... We're, we're off to a great start I, on that I saw, I saw a meme the other day uh, that it popped up in my um, you know, memories on Facebook. Yeah. Like, your reminds memories? you how stupid you were 10 years ago. And, you just uh, let that go. You didn't even... Yeah, you know, I know. I, memories. I just, Flew by it. memories. <laughs> I don't whatever. Precious memories. <sighs> anyway, it popped up and it has Kermit in a suit and he's got like his you know head turned and has this weird face on it and it says you know pastors be at the end of the service pastors be like so you going to join or not yeah and and it just popped into my mind and and I was remembering times when you know our our altars, our time of response, our steps, whatever. We don't actually have sacrifices down front. But you know, the front of the sanctuary. Uh, you know, we would have times where there's a ton of people up there praying, all that kind of stuff. And then there's plenty of times where I'm just like, all right. You know, kind of feel like you hit it out of the park. Yeah. And then you're like, and you know, there's some people there that you were preaching right to them. And you could even see that they were kind of... I don't know what you're talking about. I never, I never single people out. Yeah. But, but, you know, I'm like, I'm talking to you. You don't know. Uh, and, and you're just kind of standing there and you're like, do, do you pull the old, like, um, old style of... Now we're going to sing one more, sing one more verse. verse of Just As I Am. For, and, for 37 and, times, we're yeah. going to sing one more and, verse. And you're trying to kind of weigh some of that. And usually I just walk up, you know what? Remember to you know tonight we've got our 5 p.m. worship service and we're going to close and sing sweet sweet spirit and uh, we wrap it up and I just kind of went home and there was a, a series of weeks where that was had had become commonplace and I was doing everything that I knew to do and we're going to talk about this in a little bit but doing everything that I knew to do you know witnessing during the week inviting people to church praying all of that um, having a straight fire sermon I'm just kidding um, <laughs> it, it was an okay sermon trying to be humble. Uh, 
Uh, but, uh, you know, and, and you're just like, hello, yeah. like, or, or am I preaching to a brick wall? And so anyway, I saw that popped into my mind. And so I wrote about it and uh, for Lifeway Pastors, nice hashtag plug. plug. Yeah. And uh, so that's what we're going to talk about today. Cool. Uh, Kyle, I know that, you know, God has had his hand on uh, you in a very anointed way. So you've never had a Sunday where there wasn't, you know, a <laughs> yeah. full altar with, yeah, you know, hundreds it. of people, you know, yeah. the third great awakening here in Alamogordo. <laughs> so what, what experiences have you had uh, with kind of that idea? Yeah, I mean, so here we, we have um, we have standard um, folks that will come forward during the response time, um, and 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 I don't mean that. I mean, there's just there's the same two or three people that we'll see uh, at least monthly, if if not sometimes weekly. Um, oftentimes, just wanting prayer for something, you know. So so I have myself and and our sanctuary. We don't have like a center aisle. We have so we have a middle section, and then we have we have two aisles um, on the side of that middle section before you get out to kind of the wings. And uh, so I have a um, I have a gentleman in our church who, who comes down and he stands kind of at the uh, front of one of those aisles, and I stand down at the other. Um, and he has been um, how shall we say strategically placed to intercept um, some of our regular. Um, altar comers yeah. um, who, like I said, they're, they're going to come down every week and, and they're going to ask for prayer for something. And, and which so, is great. So, right. Sure. But, but, but you also want to be available. Right. Right. And so uh, it's not that I'm pushing them off, but, but he just, he had offered at one point, he'd served as a pastor and he said, Hey, I'll, I will come down during the, during the uh, response time to r- receive them and I can pray with them and that'll keep you free to, you know, interact with other folks that come down and, you know, it's hit or miss. I mean, sometimes there's, there's one or two, sometimes there's none. Um, you know, I, I'll generally let, let us sing a verse or two of a response. Um, sometimes I'll cut it off after the first one. I mean, if it's just clear, you know, there's not, there's, there's no movement. Um, we'll cut it off and then we do our offering as a, as a time of response right mm-hmm. after the, the message as well. Um, that's so, how you know sometimes the sermon was good. Yeah, no. Uh, and, and, but that's how I, how I have framed that. I said, you know, our, our giving is a response to what God's given to us. So, so I like, I've thought about moving it. I really like having it at the end. Um, just as, because it's a, it's a time of response. Um, so, I mean, there's, there's a lot of Sundays I'm up there by myself, Yeah, you know, and and same thing, you know, sometimes I'm like, man, I thought that was a good sermon. And, you know, like I said, even though we don't, we don't want to single people out, but you're definitely thinking, there's there's some folks here for for whom this applies. Yeah, and and there's been times where even during that week, we've talked about it, you right. know. And so like I I'm kind of in in my mind making sure that I I know this person is going to sit on this side of the yeah. church because you know we're Baptists yep, and right. sign seats, and uh, so I, I know where they're at. So generally on on that Sunday I might normally be on the left side because I can get over to yeah. uh, the exit really quick and, and leave before anybody leaves. Uh, I'm just kidding. But uh, I'll know that this person, we talked this week, and, and he wanted to come forward and, and be baptized yeah. or, or, you know, talk a little more, you know, join the church, all that. So, I, you know, I'm over yeah. there to kind of make it really easy for him. And then nothing. And then nothing. And, and, and I'm so funny, man. And sometimes, yeah. like, I'll make eye contact. <laughs> and I'll be like, come on, man. <laughs> like... And and that's funny when yeah when you've had that conversation with somebody and they're like yeah we want to join and we'll, we'll do that this Sunday and when when do we come down okay you come down right at the end of the sermon yeah we'll have the response time and and then yeah you're standing there and you know like you don't want to just walk up to some and I've done that once or twice like there was somebody 
who they were sitting close enough up to the front that I just, just kind of walked out. over and I was like, uh, now, now's the time. Do you, do you still want to do this? Now, now's the time. Okay, come on. <laughs> not often. Like, and that's obviously that's not something that would make a big deal. Like, you know, to walk to the back of the sanctuary and be like, come on, I'm dragging you to the front of the church. <laughs> and, you know, and there's, there's obviously that other side of it is how, how much of that is tradition yeah. versus, yeah. you know, it's, it's how it's written in our bylaws, right. you know, things like that. And, and so, this this past Sunday uh, was was one example where I stood up there, twiddling my thumbs, thinking everything's great, and and we had a guy, you know, come up right after the service, immediately after the service, he's like, hey, you know, I want to join the, uh, the church. Yeah. I'm like, bro, that ship has sailed. It's over. <laughs> it's too no, late. no, uh, th- no. This was the week before, uh, la- the week before, and uh, and so I'm like, I- I'm going through my mind. What did I say at the end of my sermon? You know, because I said, if you want to join, yeah. I'll be down front. We can talk about it. Da, 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 da. And uh, and so there's just some that that's completely foreign to him. And, and so we walked through it. We actually met for about an hour that afternoon. And it was really good because we got to walk through the gospel and, and his past and was going through a lot of stuff. And, and one of the things that he shared was that he had found hope here. And, you know, so it was, it was neat and, and probably in some sense far better that he came in after everything. Yeah than during because I wasn't going to be able to have an hour-long conversation right. with them right there. So it ended up yeah. working out perfect. Uh, but but we've all been there where you preach your heart out, everything's great, and uh, and then you have this great response after the sermon. And then maybe the very next week and, and you know you do it again. Yeah, and you're kind of stoked up, right? You're like, hey, you're man, like, man like, we're, we're just going to build off of last we're week. We're on a and... roll here. Like there's there, we, we had some baptisms back to back to back in a couple yeah. of weeks. And people coming forward back to back, and I was like, "Man, this is neat." Like, you start thinking, "Man, I'm doing pretty good." Look how awesome you know? I am! <laughs> and then God's like, "Okay, let's try this week. Yeah. Preach your heart out. Everything's great. You stand up for the response, and then you hear this, you know, sound in the back of the sanctuary or whatever. It's just crickets, and you're like, "Well, what's going on here?" Yeah. You know. And uh, and so as I was writing for for this, I was saying, "How can I encourage people?" And uh, initially, I thought this was going to come out a little earlier this week that maybe just finished a Sunday where they were prayed up, they had evangelized during the week, they'd done everything that you know to do. Right. They preached the gospel, you know, and, and there's Sundays where my, my gospel is, is, you know, I mean, it's throughout, but at the very end uh, where it's, you know, if you'll confess with your mouth, Jesus, yeah. you know, and, and then maybe not a whole lot. And then there's weeks where I go like step by step by step yeah. through the Roman road and all that, and then crickets. You know, so yeah. it's like, how can I encourage those guys? And, and I thought, you know, there's this one guy named Jeremiah that in Jeremiah chapter 7 got this word from uh, the Lord uh, that, that's great. It said, stand in the gate of the house of the Lord and there call out this word. Hear the word of the Lord, all you people of Judah who enter through these gates to worship the Lord. You know, great, great message. He got straight from God. Yeah. Um, wonderful. And then we come over to verse 27. And it says, when you speak all these things to them, they will not listen to you. <laughs> when you call to them, they will not answer you. Like, well, thanks, God. <laughs> you know, like, thanks for sending me on this 40-year journey of preaching your word and all this, and they ain't going to do nothing yep. about it. And so I, I, I was using that as, as kind of a springboard into the the key there for, for Jeremiah. And he wasn't always great at this. You know, he struggled, too. Uh, he's called the weeping prophet for a reason. He, he had some ups and downs, uh, but at the same time, he was faithful. 
And, uh, and that's, at the end of the day, the most important part for us. And then I also used, you know, William Carey, who goes, he's the father of the modern, you know, we know all of this now, father of the modern missions movement, Adoniram Judson, all of these others. I said that wrong. Didn't yeah, he did. Uh, Adoniram. Anyway, they all have, have followed in his footsteps. All these great things happen for him. But then you realize that for seven years, he's out there working his tail off yeah. in nothing. Uh, and then you even think about it in terms of, I, I think I had the numbers in my article that this is a you know country of millions. And he, he had 700 converts. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's more good. than I'd have had. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, when you look at it, you're like, how how successful was he right. on on our vantage point? Yeah. And and when would I have thrown in the towel? And and just being honest, it probably wouldn't have been by seven yeah. years. It probably would have been after one or two. Well, and and not to harp, but I think um, you, you know we see the the average pastoral tenure right now between three and four years. So I think yeah. there we see where are we going to throw in the towel mm-hmm. about three and a half when, when things get tough. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're talking seven years and, and nothing, right? I mean, so, and and we don't know, you know, obviously we don't know the full story. So we don't know, yeah. I mean, surely he's having, you know, we know he's having gospel conversations. Yeah. We know he's, he's talking with people. We we know he's he's uh, sharing the good news of Christ and getting no response. And, you know, we, we look at that from this side now and we see obviously the, the fruit from that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I wonder at the time, you know, like, if we looked at that today, what would what would like the mission, the sending agency say? Yeah, you haven't seen anybody in seven years, dude. Yeah. Like, what? And, what and if, even on his, or end, even the local church, right? Yeah, or even on on his end, man. What what is not happening? Yeah. Is is this me? Um, and now we see not just through his ministry, but we see what he sparked. Yeah. Right. That that now, I mean, we look at, at at the international mission board. We have thousands of missionaries following his example. Um, and so I think that's just a reminder that, you know, the key is, the key is faithfulness. That, that's the only thing we can control anyway. Yeah. We don't have any control over the fruit um, unless you're manipulating yeah. people into making decisions, which that, we, that, that we, could be a whole discussion itself. We can do itself, that every but, week. Right. Yeah. Um, but, you know, so I read something a while back and it was from a, 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 an evangelism um, guy. I wrote a book on evangelism and, and he just said, talking about forcing almost people yeah. to make the you know you just bow your head and i'll pray over you yeah. and then he'll walk away and check that off as yeah. a as a convert and and we certainly don't want to be doing that um and you know the if you look at the bible and we kind of joked before we, we went on air that um you know you weren't looking to do a full systematic theology of of suffering as a pastor um but you have you know you have jeremiah who preached for 40 years and, and saw almost no, and, and was told you're not going to see any fruit you have isaiah who after that awesome scene in Isaiah 6, right? And he's like, oh man, send me, right? Like jumping at the bit, send me. And God's like, cool, uh, nobody's going to listen to you. <laughs> and, and Isaiah actually asks, how long? And, and God's response is, until everything's destroyed. So so like... Have fun. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Good luck. You, you already volunteered. Like, you, you, what are you going to tell God? I'm sorry. I'm, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm backing out. And, and then I even think of Jonah, right? Who yeah. sparked a revival. And all he did is go preach and tell people that God was going to destroy them. I mean, he was like, there's no invitation there whatsoever. Right? God's going to destroy you. And, and and there's repentance and revival breaks out in Nineveh. And and you're right. He's he's angry about that. Yeah. So, I, I mean, all through um, all through Scripture, we see we see people 
<laughs> and, and, and actually, the, the prophet who is the least excited about it, Jonah, sees one of the great responses. And that's, if you read the Old Testament, particularly the prophets, that's rare that people respond positively to the message. Yeah. Um, and, and so it's just a reminder. We're, we're not, I mean, I hope, I hope you baptize 30 people this year. That'd be awesome. I would like to see us uh, get into the teens. I think that, that would be that would be amazing. But we're not promised that, yeah. right? And and I think if we make those things the end goal, we're missing the point oh, of, yeah. of faithfulness. Yeah, and, and there's nothing more exciting for a pastor, at least from my vantage point, than, than seeing the miracle of new birth right in front of you. Oh, absolutely. Like yeah. that, that makes all of the heartache and everything you know, worth it. That, that makes it, you know, and, and so it's really neat. Uh, but, but we have to find our satisfied satisfaction, justification, all that kind of stuff in, in God. And, you know, for me, if, if you're out there mailing it in, you know, not doing anything during the week, not sowing any seeds, not having those conversations and just winging it on Sunday, not even care, not praying, not doing all the things that you know to do and you don't see fruit, you know, shame on you. If you're doing all of that stuff, sharing the gospel door to door, however you do it, preaching the gospel faithfully, studying, praying, all of the stuff that you know to do and you don't see fruit. On on the one hand, I say good, you know, because well done, good and faithful servant. That's the words that you're going to hear. Assuming you're preaching the word faithfully, your loneliness stems from a burden of lost souls, not just that you're going to notch it up on your, you know, your your belt or, or whatever great. And so a word for, for you, if you find yourself maybe in that season of maybe what, what we would call on, on the human side, again, we have no idea what God is going to do with the seeds you are sowing. But on the human side, if, if you find yourself in a season that seems like you're unfruitful, keep it up. Don't quit. Stay faithful. Keep preaching. Keep plowing, plowing and trust God with the results. Yeah. And uh, and that's, that's our hope for you. That's what Kyle and I, you know, really kind of keep each other accountable with because there's days where we're just like uh, I'm preaching at a wall and disappointed and and we have to kind of bounce each other back up so that's our encouragement for you as you listen in is just keep at it and uh, because it's worth it and so as we wrap up we thank you for tuning in Uh, this has gone a little longer than we anticipated but we hope it was an encouragement uh, to you Uh, We're grateful that you took the time to listen in. And if you haven't, be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you enjoy your podcast. You can also visit us online at notanotherbaptistpodcast.com or on Facebook under our name or on Twitter at NAB underscore podcast. Kyle, send us out. All right. Just a quick reminder, there is limited availability for the AMI Replanter Conference in Alpharetta, March 4th and 5th. Uh, You will get to hang out with Matt and I. Um, it's $15 per person and, uh, the first or uh, everyone who registers uh, up to the, the hundred max, uh, you get a free hotel room. If you're bringing your spouse, you obviously get to stay with them. Uh, so, uh, uh go to churchreplanters.com, scroll down to the bottom, look for the MI replanter. There's still a little bit of space left, but it's filling up quickly. Hope to see you in Alpharetta and where we'll be talking about some of these same topics in yeah. church revitalization. So will you wrap it up? Yes. Until Land next time. Until next time. May your coffee be as black as night and as bold as the gospel you faithfully declare. Go home. Woo-hoo.